No More Hurt to Give, written by Keith Erickson. There was this boy, he had been harmed as a child by the very ones that were supposed to love and protect him. They had failed him in more ways than you can ever imagine. He was, like many of the men that now fill these walls of despair, broken before he ever stood a fair chance. If you knew his past, their past, you would see the world around you with deeper compassion than you ever thought was possible. Their stories, our stories, my story is for real. The tattooed faces, the standoffish body language that silently screams, beware of conflict, as the men walk these prison yards not into one another in traffic like Patty. I too am but a part of this permanent fixture. It is a subculture of metropolis of aggression, distrust, and often hatred that can explode at any given moment. But what is it that has made such a place ever exist? Prison is filled with countless faces that tell a different story beneath each mask. If you look, you just have to be willing to look close enough. I recall the first time that I walked through these gates into the corridors filled with correctional officers, standing guard outside of the housing units. I was just an 18-year-old boy pretending to be anything but scared. Deep down, I knew that emotions were running rampant throughout my body. I refused to let them see the fear that ran through my veins as I walked with my bedroll towards my assigned destination. The door racked behind me as I stood there looking at the concrete-like box that would be my home for the next few years. How did I ever get this far? I thought to myself as I slumped down on the edge of what instantly felt like an uncomfortable bed to sleep in. It was as if my life had went full speed ahead since my childhood, and I just wanted to go back to when I was an infant learning all over what life was about again, but this time in a safer environment than where I'd come from. The years went by as I adjusted to my surroundings the best way that I could. I did what I felt I needed to at the time to survive this den of affliction for what I had come to know prison as. And I would realize through years of becoming a fixture of this revolving door-like system that one thing that fills this unseen beast is a hurt that has been a significant part of these men, myself included. Long before we ever walk through the escapes, when you are hurting, I later learned you tend to hurt others around you. I've met countless men while incarcerated who grew up so much like myself. They had experienced early exposure to drugs, physical and emotional child abuse, and a long list of other psyche destructive elements that have caused them to perceive the world around them with untrusting eyes. I had experienced most of these things as just a boy and it played a key role in how I myself developed well into my adolescence and adult years. As a result, I found myself with very low self-esteem and constantly trying to compensate for these vulnerable emotions by acting out aggressively towards others around me. Whether it was getting into a verbal confrontation, physical altercation, or picking up a weapon to inflict harm upon another human being. All of these levels of aggression and harm are rooted in the fact that having been harmed themselves, myself, has influenced a different perception of the impact for which actions, in this case, my harmful actions, will have on those around me. For example, I used to justify my actions here in the prison system, gang membership, assaults on other inmates, etc., by telling myself that I need to do whatever it is that I have to do in order to survive this type of environment. I also told myself over and over that I was not harming anyone that was significant, based on the assumption that my victims were gang members and prisoners just like I was. It took years, even after walking away from the violent prison gang subculture that had consumed me for well over two decades now, to finally start addressing what had happened to me as just a boy. 
the man that I had begun here, begun here in the prison system, that man was not the man that I was always dreamt of becoming. I had developed into a man that was totally shut off to the world around me and allowed myself to become a byproduct of this particular underworld, which is prison. Back then, the Department of Corrections, as I accepted it did, had very little to offer in the scope of rehabilitation. It was there, but it was also something that you had to want as an individual. The first step, as I was not willing to take back then, is to be an individual that does not care what others think. Once I knew that I wanted it, I took every opportunity to rehabilitate myself and understand how I reached such a place in my life. I remember the very first time I talked about what had happened to me at the hands of my own stepfather. It was during the week workshop at the prison sponsored by the Alternatives to Violence Project, and I sat there feeling as, as if I were on the edge of the cliff, staring downward, waiting for the words to just fall out of my mouth. When they did, I told my story to the room full of 35 men as my eyes concentrated on the tiled floor beneath me. I cried that day like a child. Reliving the things that my stepfather had done to me is something that I had suppressed for so long. But when I did talk about it, the hurt in me started to take on a completely different meaning. I was able to reach many of the men in the room with me that day, and since then I have taken every opportunity to speak about it. So I believe that this very day is when I started to heal the way that I needed to in order to continue getting to where it is that I am fortunate enough to be here and now. How many men are still suffering? I ask myself that question often. I also ask, what is it going to take to heal every broken man and woman before they start to hurt others? I don't know. But I do know that one less person who is experiencing a constant turmoil of affliction, like I once was, means one less person that's going to harm another human being within these walls or out in the community once they are released. If I can help another person understand this concept, I believe that I am making a significant difference myself. Ultimately, I know why I'm here writing you this article. I have no more hurt to give because I do not hurt myself anymore. And I feel at peace with that completely. I'd like to leave you with this. Like wounded animals, we too as humans react in ways that are often harmful to others and self. That, however, is not to say that we do not accept responsibility for all that we have done. We do, we truly do.